You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, aka Speeds, aka the Spitting Statistician, aka the Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is. Yatu Sabe. I am back for the Stats Overbeat Cypher. I was talking to my man Danny Otto down there in the Fantasy Pit of Misery, and I have not been holding it down with the Cypher since the day after the Super Bowl. Okay, it was February 4th, the last time that we had a fantasy freestyle with your boy, the spitting statistician riding here in Studio 34, making it pop off for the stats overbeat cypher. A lot has changed since I have last been on this microphone in this place, but yet a lot stays the same. As we know, we have had changes in player movements in a whole lot of levels. Everybody knows about that, but we have also had player movement in Major League Baseball, in the NFL. We had some in the NBA since I last spoke to you, but you know what does not change is that I'm here to give you that fire to help you win your leagues and win that cash. So here's what we're going to do. All right, because it has been a while. It has been three full weeks, okay? Real deal stats overbeat cypher people remember that right after the Super Bowl, I went on a little vacation, okay? When you win your leagues and when you win that cash, you got to spend some of that cash, okay? So we did some of that. I spent some of that, let y'all know about my travels, right? Then last Monday was President's Day. Dilly dilly to everybody out there celebrating President's Day last Monday. So it's been a minute, all right? So if you want to holler at me, this episode, there's a lot of places you can do that. First of all, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, as always, where we got a poll question up. I'll holler at you about that poll question in a second. But the phone lines will be open for the entire back half of the show because my Stats Overbeat Cypher hasn't had a chance to talk to the Spittin' Statistician in a little while, okay? So the number to call will be 347-767-6614. We'll throw that out. We'll open up the phone lines for Connor and Tampa, for Jilly Dilly, for Strong Style, for Lance Davis, and Anybody else who wants to holler at the vocal minority. But here's what we're going to do. I'm going to spend one. We're going to talk a little bit about baseball. Okay. Hope springs eternal. Pitches and catches have reported. I'm going to talk to you to be honest about why I can't really give you many season win predictions just yet. You know how I always do the totals, the over and unders. I can't really give you my top 10 second base ranks just yet. I know, listen, the BFFs are out there doing it for you, right? I know they are. I know you got guys like Adam Ronis on this network talking about their, the guys who you like for fantasy baseball. I'm going to tell you why speeds ain't getting into that just yet. I'll let you know about that. Then in our middle segment, we will be talking about the NFL and the changes that are coming. Yeah, we could talk a little bit about that, Robert Kraft. I got so many little one-liners about that if you want to do it. Everything from deflated footballs to Meek Mill maybe needing to bail Robert Kraft out instead of vice versa. Right. Instead, to the, the Patriots always got over by videotaping other teams. What happens when they get videotaped? Right. And I've even seen pictures on social media 
about, listen, if Bob Kraft will kiss Tom Brady in the mouth, who knows what else he's doing. But I don't want to go too far on that topic because, you know, it all is still pending. And obviously the larger issue of, um, you know, human trafficking and sex, sex slavery is not one to be discussed lightly. But if I get a chance to do a little bit of jab at uh, Robert Kraft and his deflated footballs. As a 70-year-old, you know I might. You know I might. But in any event, what we're really going to talk about is I'm going to tell you what I think is going down with Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and their players that are, you know, set in sail. It looks like the breakup of the Steelers and the Killer Bees. Remember, it was Big Ben, Brown, and Bell. The Killer Bees are no longer. I'll tell you where I think those guys are going. And then, Danny, I don't know how you feel, but I want to tell you about my vacation, all right? I want to tell you about my vacation, catch up with the Stats Over Beat Cypher. And also, I got to tell you guys about... um. Some other real funny stories that I have seen that are out there in the last couple of weeks. And I want to ask you guys, especially my man Danny Otto, um, you know, which is the most crazy story that I'm going to give you since uh, since I've been out there. Yo, I want to tell you guys, first of all, big shout out to Strong Style saying welcome back, Dane. Francisco, Jilly Dilly in the building. Jilly Dilly, I need you to check. Me and Danny, we thought this was episode 364. Can you check Danny's math? Okay, and everybody that's out there, Jeremy McMahon, thank you guys. You know, I'm, I miss being with the Stats Overbeat Cypher as well, so we're going to get into it right now. Here's the thing. All right, let's start. First of all, I got a poll question, right? And my poll question is this. If you're like in your mid-20s, right, which Manny Machado, Bryce Harper, these guys, let's not forget that they are, they are guys in their mid-20s that have the world as their oyster, can do any way they damn well please, and they know they got generational wealth locked in, right? No matter where they go. So I find it a little bit weird that we all, as fans, look to ascribe what they should do. Be like, nah, 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 they need to try to play with a contender. They should try to want to win a championship. Dude is 25 years old. When you were 25 years old, did you know what you wanted to do 10 years later in your life? What city you wanted to be in? I didn't. So why should we pretend like, we, like they need to? You know what I'm saying? So my poll question is this. And I'm so happy to be back in the saddle with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. My poll question is this. If you're in your mid-20s and can literally write your own check and do whatever you want, which of these four factors would be the most important to you when you were signing with a Major League Baseball franchise? Would it be the total contract value? You know, we're hearing with Bryce Harper. He wants to go the $10 million. He wants to one-up Manny Machado. It was three, 10 years for $300 million. He wants to one-up the Giancarlo total value package. Giancarlo stand was $325 million, albeit for 13 years, right? We're hearing that Scott Boris is agent and that he's going to settle no less, right? So is it that, the total contract value? Or is it something else, the annual, the average annual value, which I think is really interesting, okay? Everybody's talking about Bryce Harper wants this 10-year deal. I think the other way Scott Boris, his agent, and Bryce Harper can, like, redefine the market would be what happens if the Dodgers or the Giants out west want to pay him just a two-year deal, but for, like, $75 million, $80 million, $40 million a year, dramatically pushing the, at the yearly salary to new heights for Major League Baseball. Wouldn't that, like, be benchmark setting enough for you, Scott Boris, enough for you, Bryce Harper? Would that be what you wanted, the highest, you know, average annual value in your salary? Or would it be about the city that you're going to, right? And that could be two ways. Do you want a team that's a contender, that where you're going to win year in and year out, or you're going to have a chance to win, that that franchise is one of the blue-chip franchises that always has a chance to win? Is that what you're looking for? Or... What about just the city that it's in? 
in the nightlife of that city, if you're 25, 26 years old, right? LeBron went to LA, as we now know, not to win, right? He went because he wanted his brand out there in Los Angeles. He wanted his kids to go to that school. He wanted to buy the house in LA. He wanted to be Hollywood. Manny Machado, who just signed a 10-year, $300 million contract. People are like, oh, he made a bad move signing with the San Diego Fathers. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. All right? And maybe they won't win for the first two, three years of that deal. But the Padres have the number one farm system in all of Major League Baseball, Fernando Tatis Jr. They got a catcher, Mejia. They've got Renfro and Margot already up, okay? They got other prospects on the come. I wouldn't mind living in beautiful weather in San Diego, playing 80 of my home games there, 80 of my home games there, earning $30 million a year as a 26-year-old. You think I can't go to La Jolla? You think I can't go to the beach? You think I won't get a little golf cart and riding out, ride around in Coronado? I see you out there, unicorn. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, that's a good life. I ain't mad at him. Who are we to say nah, nah, nah? Instead, you should try to toil in Chicago or in Philadelphia when it's going to be freezing in April and in October for teams that the White Sox have no better chance of winning than the Padres do. I actually believe the Padres are on the come. I believe the Padres are ascending. I believe the Padres are a year or two behind what we've seen. We've seen this model work. The Kansas City Royals won a title. The Chicago Cubs won a title. The Houston Astros won a title. I believe three years in a row, 15, 16, 17. The Padres are just that kind of farm system. Maybe they're putting the cherry on top in Manny Machado a little bit early, but they got him for 10 years. So maybe they had to pay him. I think it's all good. Okay, so maybe Manny is cool with the, the, the city that he's going to be in and that the team is on the way up instead of, well, you know, we heard he wanted to be with the Yankees and that would have been the quality of the team, right? But he wasn't willing to sacrifice the total contract value. So all of these, I think, are valid, and that is the poll question, okay? So I want to know, do you out there at Spit and Speeds think it's total contract value, annual average value, the city of the team, or the quality of the team? I think those are legitimate factors out there to consider. Let me know, at Spit and Speeds is the poll. Big shout-out to everybody. Mendo Bruce in the building saying the guaranteed contract amount. That's interesting because a lot of these contracts are written on toilet paper. They could just cut you, especially in the NFL. So he's looking for the guaranteed money. I ain't mad at that. Let's not also forget that in different states, there's different levels of state tax. Okay, so the $300 million in one state is far less than another. All right. Big shout out out there, Gregory Castillo, Jeremy McMahon. All right. All right. All right. You know, you're talking about my boy. I'll have a couple of words on the fantasy exec a little bit later on, but you know. San Diego is a beautiful city, says Strong Style. I know it. I know it well. All right, but in any event, let's keep it moving here. Um, So here's the other thing. And like I said, the reason that I can't tell you necessarily, you know what I'm saying, if if the Astros are going to run away with the AL West, if the Indians are going to run away like they did last year with the AL Central. Here's the thing. I'll tell you right now. I view the AL as a three-horse race. I think it's Boston, I think it's my Yankees, and I think it's the Houston Astros. But here's why I can't tell you that definitively yet. There is a, we all know about Machado and Harper, who still as yet, you know, is he going to go with a shorter deal with the Dodgers or the Giants? Are the Phillies going to really make it work? Here's the deal, though. I got an entire, like, legit team that's yet to be unsigned, besides Bryce Harper. You got Evan Gaddis. 
You got Matt Weeders as catchers, both unsigned. You got Logan Morrison, unsigned as a first baseman. You got as Drupal Cabrera, Logan Forsyth as second baseman, unsigned. Jose Iglesias, borderline all-star as a shortstop, still unsigned. Outfield, you got Bryce Harper, unsigned. Adam Jones, unsigned. You got starting pitching. Everyone from Dallas Keuchel to Gio Gonzalez to Clay Buckholtz, all unsigned. Craig Kimbrell and others, still unsigned. You're telling me, you know, the Minnesota Twins just made a play, I believe it was from Marwin Gonzalez. We have people like Marwin Gonzalez, Josh Harrison, still unsigned, or were unsigned until last week. You're telling me if the Minnesota Twins, you know, make a big play for two of these guys that are not named Bryce Harper, that they can't, you know, close the gap on the Indians in the AL Central? Maybe. The NL Central is real competitive right now. I think the NL Central is a three, maybe four-team race. You know what I'm saying? St. Louis got a lot better. Goldschmidt, Andrew Miller, and others. Chicago is still there. Milwaukee was in the NLCS last year. The Reds have made moves. Okay? What, what happens if they sign, you know, Craig Kimbrell at the back end? In the, AL, in the NL East, it's the same thing. You got the Phillies. You got the Braves. I think the Mets are going to be a lot better than last year. I think if you tell me Jacob DeGrom, Noah Syndergaard, Zach Wheeler, and Steven Matz are all healthy, I think the Mets are going to be playing competitive baseball in September. What happens if they sign What happens if they sign Craig Kimbrell to augment that bullpen, which already has Edwin Diaz, who they traded for, and Familia, who they got back? How do we know? And then when you're making fantasy ranks, you know what I mean? Like... Look at, look, look at the San Diego Padres, for example. What, whatever you thought of Eric Hosmer changed when they signed Manny Machado. If Bryce Harper signs with the Phillies, you don't think that changes the production of a guy like Reese Hoskins and pumps him up first base rankings? I do. And we just don't know that just yet. You know what I mean? So I told you, all these guys that are still left unsigned are still w- ready to make an impact. Okay, so I think it's still interesting. Anybody who's out there get, telling you exactly, you know, who's going to win, what, what to take the over-under on the season win totals on some of these teams, we just don't know. I was talking to, this morning, we talked to a beat reporter. By the way, you guys remember, I'm on Make It Rain, okay? That's why we're only here one, once a week now with Stats Over Beat Cypher. But big shout-out to everybody and all the love in the YouTube chat. You know, people saying welcome back, that they miss me, all that good stuff. Um, strong style. I'll talk about that combine and who I like to stand out in the next segment. And I'll talk about AB. I like what you're going there, though, strong style. I'm with you um, for both of them. Thank you, Jilly Dilly, saying it is 364, by the way. I, I, I appreciate that. All right. Yes, you were correct, Danny. That's why you're the man, okay? Cypher, stand up. Glad Speeds is still in the building. Yeah, I survived, guys. I survived. All right. You know what it is. Um, but what I was saying is I was on Make It Rain this morning. And by the way, I'm on Make It Rain 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. I'm sorry, Jilly Dilly. It's like 3 a.m. by you if you want to wake up or go to bed with Speeds. I can tell you a, a lullaby every day. But in any event. We were talking with the Boston Red Sox beat reporter, okay? And he still didn't know if maybe Kimball would come back to Boston. You know, that dramatically changes these teams, okay? But I'll tell you what I think should happen. I think, I think Harper should reset the market in a different way and should sign a two-year, $80 million contract and give himself another out. That's what LeBron did. Remember this idea of the short contracts and betting on yourself? The kid is 26 years old. Let him sign a two-year deal with the Dodgers, get paid, compete for a World Series, and then guess what? When he's 28 years old, get another bite at the apple. 
That's what I think he should do. I think they should reset the market, not in this 10-year contract way, because people don't care about that anymore. Those are all bad. Those are all bad deals on the back end. I believe Bryce Harper needs to take a stand, most like we saw, to be quite honest, Lev Bell take a stand. And we're going to talk about Lev Bell, A.B., and the Steelers, um, and, the, and the Combine, and some other stuff, just like my man Strong Style wants in a, in a minute or two. But that's what I think Harper needs to do. I think he needs to go out west, take a two-year, $75, $80 million deal. Keep an eye out for some of these teams because he doesn't like Philadelphia for some reason. Keep an eye on him compromising and doing one of these short-term deals. And that's what I think is interesting. Right now, though, in the poll, 45% of you say the city of the team. That could be L.A., that could be New York, that could be San Diego or Wales vagina for a guy like Manny Machado. When we come back, I shift gears and we talk NFL with the stats over Beard Cypher. Where are these Steelers going? That's what I'm going to tell you when we come back. Yatu Sabe, fantasy freestyle, you dig? The overreaction with the Robert Kraft has somehow now got to lose this team or have to give it up. And they're making comparisons to what happened with the Clippers owner. What are you people talking about? Jim Irsay was pulled over with like grams of A dead hooker and 400 pounds of Oxycontin. And what he get? He had to be away from the team for like five weeks. You know, I mean, this is going to be absolutely fine. It is all karma, though. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. Either way, if you use the promo code BLITZ, you get 25% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code BLITZ, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. The morning after. It seems obviously that Harper is reluctant to sign a long-term deal in Philadelphia. There's something there because they've offered the most money and it's been the most money. I don't know what more the Phillies can do. They've met with him a million times and he still hasn't pulled the trigger. Now there's reports that uh, the Dodgers brass last night were in Las Vegas, including the manager. So if the manager is there as well, then that's pretty serious. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Yeah. Sabe, Stats over beat Cypher. This is Who Got the Props by a group called Black Moon. Y'all know what it is if you're real deal. Stats over beat Cypher. Talking early 90s, Black Moon. But put up, shut up. Whoa, whoa, yo, the suckers wanna flow, but they got no dough. So I'ma grab the mic, flip the script, and leave a stun. Buckshot's the one that gets the job done. You know what it is, baby. No one bringing that heat like the spitting statistician. Big shout out to G Falls 21 saying Glad Speeds is still in the building. You know, someone's got to represent for Uptown. 
my mayor of Harlem, brother. Shout out to him, as always. He's going to be doing his thing. You should follow him on Patreon, by the way. You should always follow me on Patreon as well. You should hit that like button right now. I know there's not everybody like always, but Strong Style, what's up? We only got nine likes so far. By the end of this segment, let's see it a little bit higher than that, everybody. Big shout out, obviously, Perry Ng. I know what you're saying. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific time. It could be a little tough for you. When we get to football season, don't you worry about it, okay? I'll make sure we're doing something big for football season. I'll be uh, giving you everything you need, clearly, to continue to win your leagues and win that cash. The number to call if you want to get down, Jeremy McMahon. Jeremy McMahon, I don't know, baby. Uh, You know, I just do what I do if people like it, if we stay around. Um, But, you know, a lot of people do very good work. All right, so uh, we give a big shout out to everybody for sure doing what they got to do. Um, what I was going to say, what I was going to say is we got that um, Twitter poll still up. The city of the team is still the number one option right there. So what is the number one cri- uh, criterion, shall we say? And, and so here's what I want to do now. I want to tell you about the two things that since we have last spoke, I think are the biggest things in, in the NFL in terms of player movement. Uh one is what Denver is doing or trying to figure out what Denver is doing. Because, listen, John Elway, great quarterback, but as a front office dude, blunt guts trash. Blunt guts trash. And he did it again. I- I'm trying to figure that out. We'll talk about that. And then uh, we'll talk about Pittsburgh. Because, you know, my man uh, Strong Style wants to know about where I think Antonio Brown is going. I will give you that answer um, in this segment. People want to know about Le'Veon Bell. I will give you my answer for that in this segment. Um, and I'm also going to give you some, uh, some ways to make a little bit, of, uh, little bit of cash. Jeremy McMahon, H-Town is one of my two places. And this is a Jets fan, okay? A lot of people talking about him going to the Jets. I don't want him. I'll tell you where I do think he's going to go. Oh, Le'Veon, Le'Veon, going to the Jets. Strong style. I don't know about that. But let's get it in. The first thing I wanted to ask, tell you guys about, what in the hell is John Elway and the Denver Broncos doing? Okay, listen. Here's the thing. John Elway, since he had Peyton Manning when he won the Super Bowl, who threw for like 50 touchdowns, and then was a shell of his former self when that defense won that Super Bowl, what has he really done? He drafted Trevor Simeon, didn't work out. He drafted, he traded up to draft Paxton Lynch, didn't work out. He signed Case Keenum because he thought Case Keenum was going to be the man. All season, Jilly Dilly, I'm sure you have it in your notes. I was saying that Case Keenum performed out of his mind that year with Minnesota and that if he's just going to regress to what he normally is, he's not worth that money. And so we knew this. Right. And I was on some. Yes, he got he got Lindsay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that strong style. They got Von Miller and Philip Lindsay. I like some of their wide receivers for fantasy next year. I like Cortland Sutton. You know, I've been on Deshaun Hamilton. He's going to be in the slot. The question is, who's going to be throwing him the damn ball? And we figured that out. Apparently, I just think it's silly. So while I since I last spoke to y'all on the stats over beat site for the Denver Broncos, go ahead and trade for Joe Flacco. So here's the deal. You have to give something up to get Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco is no different than Case Keenum. They are both bridge quarterbacks. Both of them, Case Keenum or Joe Flacco, are fine if you're going to draft the quarterback in the first or second round. If you're going to be, by the way, Josh Rosen, even as a second-year quarterback, may be on the move because I believe the Arizona Cardinals and new head coach Cliff Kingsbury loves himself some Kyler Murray, said it as much last season. Don't be surprised if the Arizona Cardinals cut bait on Josh Rosen and trade him to a team, and guess what? The Denver Broncos might be that 
team. But I digress. Just remember, Jilly, just put it in notes just in case. Okay? But I digress. Um, I think they don't really know what they want to do. They're both bridge quarterbacks. That's like a lateral move. So if you're going to go and groom a new kid somewhere, Case Keenum is fine. So what does this mean is that you're going to have to get rid of the Case Keenum contract and that deal. So then it makes no sense to have to spend some kind of capital, whether it's draft picks or even just money or a player, to get Joe Flacco. Like, I don't understand how John Elways thinks that Joe Flacco is like the answer. He's nothing more than a bridge, which is what you already have in Case Keenum. He's not your long-term answer. Joe Flacco's in his mid-30s, right? He's, he's no different unless you think he's like the win-now quarterback for you. And, and go ask Ozzie Newsom and the Baltimore Ravens if that's the case. They let Lamar Jackson in the last half of the season and into the playoff start over Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is a guy similar to Eli Manning who had a playoff run, bet on himself, and his kind of prestige and the narrative around him is all because of those one or two, in Eli's case, playoff runs that he had. But for Joe Flacco, that was like eight years ago. That was when Colin Kaepernick was in the Super Bowl with the Niners. That was when the, the, there was a blackout in the Super Bowl. It was like eight years ago. Joe Flacco is not that man. Joe Flacco used to have a big, strong arm. He does not anymore. I do not understand what the Denver Broncos are doing. That is another reason they are blunt guts trash. Jeremy McMahon is on with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan Hannigan, for sure, yo. Um, Mayor of Harlem, represent. I dilly dilly. Dilly dilly to him. Of course, we still cool. I was on vacation um, when I went down. I have spoken to the fantasy executive. Um, he's, he's, he's staying up. He's staying up. And, of course, we love the fantasy executive, okay? Um, you know, that's all I can say about that. You know, but I, 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 got, I got love. I got love for the fantasy executive, of course. Okay, I'm definitely still cool with him, for sure. Definitely still cool with him, okay? We love the mayor of Harlem. I live up in Washington Heights. We even see each other sometimes uptown. Next time we do that, we'll have to shoot a video or something. Let the people know. Okay, I'm repping. I'm repping Goon Squad. I, I, everybody, you know me. You know me. If you know me, stats over B Cipher. You know all the speeds dove is spread love for everybody. Okay, whether they're here or not anymore. There's been a number of people that I've worked with here that are not here anymore. I got love for all of them. And anybody who knows speeds and knows knows that no truer truer words could be spoken. All right. So dilly dilly Ryan. Yeah, Mendo Mac Flacco may throw further, but that was also he had that big arm a long time ago. Okay. He has gone down um in the last couple of years. So I'm a little bit confused by that one. But let's talk really more about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, because I think it's just completely unraveling in Pittsburgh. And at first, for a whole year, we were like, oh, Lev Bell is a diva. Lev Bell is a diva, you know, all that stuff. And now we're hearing about Antonio Brown, uh, you know, wants to be traded. And he's going to be. You know, the combine, I think there's three teams that have apparently showed interest already. We'll talk about where I think he's going to go. Um, strong style is on the right track. Um, but I think it's unspoken. I think Antonio Brown probably had a point when he said that Big Ben has an owner's mentality. Right. And I think he has a point because we've heard Big Ben talk smack about Antonio Brown running routes. We've heard Big Ben talking smack about uh, James Washington in a game and his routes. It was a rookie wide receiver, second year wide rookie wide receiver. There's a lot of people. It sounds to me. 
And on Make It Rain, we had one of the Pittsburgh beat guys up and saying, like, you know, it's still cloudy. A lot of people don't think Ben has anything to do with it. I got other people think Mike Tomlin has lost control of the narrative, has lost the locker room if they're allowed to keep talking like this. I think Big Ben is the issue. I think Big Ben is rubbing people the wrong way. Everybody acknowledges that he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and so he gets a leash. But for the GM to come out and say that he's allowed to publicly criticize other players and call the other 52 players on the team kids and Big Ben the only leader, I think that's a little bit ridiculous. I think they all know that there's multiple leaders on that team. You're telling me a guy on defense like Cam Hayward? You're telling me a guy on the offensive line like Pouncey? You're telling me an Army vet like Villanueva? should be called a kid by the GM, I think that was a problem. And I think that we're going to find out in the future that there is some stuff there that Big Bun is rubbing people the wrong way. No wonder AB wants to maybe get out of there. Okay, But they are casting their lot with Big Ben in the last, oh, I don't know, two, maybe three productive years left of his career. And don't get me wrong, they're set up still. Okay, James Conner showed himself to be a pro bowler. James Conner was one of the top, oh, he's an RB1, and he will be an RB1 next year. I haven't done all my running back ranks yet, but I consider him probably to be about running back seven, maybe, overall. Okay, he'll be a first-round pick. Juju Smith-Schuster will be one of the top seven wide receivers, I think, especially if there's no Antonio Brown there, and he's the last man left, you know, kind of like y'all are calling me over here. Uh, Jeremy McMahon, though, you can't want... You can't want Lev Bell and Antonio Brown to go to Houston. I know Strong Style said Houston, but you guys can't all go to Houston. That would be a little too much. Jeremy McMahon saying A.B. and Nuke Hopkins. That would be nice. I like. But I don't think they can get both of them. Um, so I think Big Ben is something of an issue, and I think we're going to find that out. But let's go on to A.B. and Lev Bell and see where we think they're going to go. Here's a very big difference. I think people need to make this clear. And by the way, again, if you want to holler at your boy, just spitting statistician, phone lines are open. The number to call is 347-767-6614. It's Real Deal Stats Over Beat Cypher. Stay with me. You know what I'm saying? Back from a little while. We got some of those like buttons up. Let's get a little bit more. Um, yeah, Big and Chef. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been probably like a couple weeks. I- I'm with you on that, Rosen. Uh, the Giants may be a place for Rosen. I think Denver may be a place for Rosen. I think Miami may be a place for Rosen as well. I will say this again. Cliff Kingsbury, the new uh, Cardinals head coach, loves him some Kyla Murray. They're down on Rosen. I'm telling you, though, Rosen would be like Paxton Lynch 2.0 for the Broncos. You know, Elway would be like, oh, yeah, this big guy can stand and deliver from the pocket. I, I really think that's an interesting spot to watch. Okay, and to have big Joe Flacco, who they just traded for, who's another big statue in the pocket, be the new mentor to uh, Rosen in Denver. Okay, I think it's interesting. Um, too early to call speeds. Nah, nah. You can call speeds whenever you want, bro. You can call speeds whenever you want. I already gave you the number. All right, but um, I think that is one move, right? But let's go into the Pittsburgh. The very important difference between Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell is that Le'Veon Bell, we now know, is a free agent, okay? He's going to be able to sign wherever he wants. Antonio Brown, the Pittsburgh Steelers have to like the trade offer they're getting back, okay? That's like Anthony Davis can say whatever the hell he wants about leaving the Pelicans. The Pelicans have to like the trade offer they get back. Clearly, they didn't like the trade offer they got from the Los Angeles Lakers, even when it involved draft picks and almost their entire team. So the Steelers control the narrative. I heard Drew Rosenhaus who's the agent for AB, saying, listen, he cannot go um, 
go out there and look for a trade. All right. Um, the Steelers have to like the trade. And Perry Yang saying only, only he only calls once a season. I get it. Save it up. Save it up whenever you're ready. It's all good. It's all good, Perry. Whenever you're ready, I'll be here for you, okay? Um, so what I would say is that's a very big difference. The, the Steelers have already come out and saying they're not trading Antonio Brown to the AFC North. So it won't be Cleveland. It won't be Baltimore, who, by the way, cut Michael Crabtree today in Baltimore. And it won't be uh, Cincinnati. They also said they will not trade him to the New England Patriots. Why? Because they don't want to get the rich richer. I'm going to tell you another thing. Um, who was it? Jeremy McMahon saying A, B, and Nuke. I don't think the Steelers would entertain a trade with any other AFC team kind of on the come. Any other playoff kind of AFC team. I don't think the Houston Texans. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think the, you know, the Indianapolis Colts. I don't think those are on the board for Antonio Brown. Okay, I think they're going to look to trade him to the NFC. Strong Style said it before. There are two teams out there that I like. One of them, Strong Style, was on. It is the San Francisco 49ers. We have seen um, Antonio Brown, like in Photoshop 49ers jerseys. Remember, San Francisco, they also have one of the top picks in the draft. They could move that pick for Antonio Brown. I think the Steelers would accept a top five or a top seven pick for him if, if they wanted to do that. And imagine that. Putting him in that offense, in that Shanahan offense, remember, with returning Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, they want to recreate what they had in Atlanta with Jimmy Garoppolo starring the role of Matt Ryan. With Jarek McKinnon and Matt Breida starring the Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman roles. And now, what do they need? They need their Julio Jones. They need their big-time wideout outside. They, you know, Pierre Garçon... Uh, Marquise Goodwin, Dante Pettis are not those guys. Antonio Brown could be that guy. The Niners are in the market. They have cap space. They have draft capital. I like it, strong style. I think the San Francisco 49ers deserve to be a favorite for the services of Antonio Brown because the Steelers are going to want to get him far, far, far away from any kind of competition the Pittsburgh Steelers would be seeing. I'm going to tell you another team that I think is interesting, though. The Green Bay Packers. I think the Packers are interesting, and let me tell you why, as I have a sip of my beer. I think the Packers are interesting for a number of reasons. We all know Aaron Rodgers is, you know, he's getting up there. You know, he's what, like 34 maybe, something like that. They're going to want to give Aaron Rodgers a great shot. Imagine Devontae Adams and Antonio Brown. My man over here, um, Jeremy McMahon's talking about Antonio Brown and, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Imagine him with Devontae Adams. Same kind of thing with a quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Here's the reason why I like that also. Two things. One, the Packers have not one but two first-round draft picks, so that may be able to help get it done. You could offer a first-rounder still have a first-rounder. The other thing I think could be interesting, the Steelers are looking to reload with young wide receivers, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington. The Packers have a number of young wide receivers that we saw start to take a step. Guys like Equiminus St. Brown, Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Those would all be available, okay, in a trade. And remember, they have two first-round picks, and I think the pairing, listen, we talked about guys like Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. But as long as Aaron Rodgers is there, the Packers are going to be a passing offense. And if they had someone on the opposite side of Devontae Adams, that could be beast mode. I believe the Green Bay Packers are the second team you need to consider. Okay, so I'm looking at the San Francisco 49ers, which you've looked at most, most sports books and things like that. Um, they're actually the favorite. And the Green Bay Packers are something like the fifth 
choice or so. Teams are thinking like Indianapolis, the Jets, stuff like that. But I think he's going to be out of the AFC. All right, I think he's going to be out of the AFC altogether. The third team I would give you would be the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they could make a run. They could trade a guy like a Nelson Aguilar and add to their weaponry. Remember, the Eagles still in contention. That's an interesting thing to me, but my two teams are the San Francisco 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. Um, Perry Yang asking, how much longer does AB have on his contract? Do teams that trade for him have at least two years of his services? I do think it's that much, yes, because he re-signed a deal recently. Um, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he was a good soldier. He shut the hell up. Remember, they were comparing how he behaved with how Odell Beckham behaved, looking for a re-signing deal. So I think that um, I, I think that Rodgers with AP, like Strong Style is saying, and um, those are my two options. All right, right now, uh, checking in on the poll question again real quick. We still believe that the city of the team. When we come back, here's what we're going to do. Hey, Jer T, thanks for following me, by the way, just there. Real deal stats over beat Cypher. You know what it is here. Let's get more likes there. When we come back, I talk Le'Veon Bell, and then me and the stats over beat Cypher. We have some fun. I got interesting stories. I want to hear which one is crazier for you, Danny, okay? That's what we're going to do. My man Danny Otto will join us with the stats over beat Cypher. Phone lines open if you want to get down with the spitting statistician. It's episode 364, Jilly Dilly. Check the math. It's fantasy. Freestyle. Separating you and The morning after. You don't really hear too many very good and great players in any sport really cry and complain about other people very much. Antonio Brown has been victimized. Mm. Even though they sheltered you after you threatened to break the jaw of somebody for writing about you. Mm. Even though they covered up you throwing a couch off a balcony. Ben Roethlisberger victimized Antonio Brown by targeting him more than any wide receiver has been targeted in the last, like, five years. Poor guy. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modell's and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you've got to play more and pay less, you've got to go to Mo's. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. It's popping off. Jens, if you come out to New York and you be on our show, not only will you be able to punch Greg, but you can punch me too. Hey, Jens, if you come to New York, I will allow you to punch both Greg and Danny. You can also punch Pete. I'll just come out to hang out. I enjoy this. I'll <laughs> <laughs> come do that. But yeah, I mean, we can throw on some 16s and gag for sure. <laughs> just so you know, we're not fighting back. We're, no. we're going to crumple into a ball as soon as you hit either one of us. He's literally talking about just taping his knuckles. Watch live on the FNTSY YouTube stream. Little Dela. We go ooh, 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 ooh. 
Y'all through Sabe with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. It's Fantasy Freestyle back in the seat here in Studio 34. It's been three weeks, okay? It was the day after the Super Bowl. We still didn't know how long the National Anthem actually ran last time I was in this chair here live in Studio 34. As we know, a lot of things have changed in the NFL, in the NBA, in Major League Baseball, and here at the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Like my man Strong Style says in the chat room, we smash that like button. We say dilly dilly, and as always, we give out respect to our folks, my 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 peoples, always members of the Stats Overbeat site for the fantasy executive, and of course, the king, mofo king. You know what I'm saying? The inaugural FSWA Hall of Famer that I had the pleasure of doing a show with, Roto Experts in the Morning, for uh, a year with my man. All right, so uh, absolutely, they are always members of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. How was the cruise, says Dane. We're going to talk about that. Perry Ng asking me about the cruise, and that's what we're going to get into. I want to ask you guys first, though. Danny Otto, are you with me? I'm always here. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bounce two stories off you real quick. Right. And then uh, I want to get the chat room going, seeing what, if we talk about that. And then, Perry, I will tell you a little bit about the cruise. And I will also, um, you know, I'll tell you also a little bit about um, Lev Bell. We'll get into the Lev Bell talk as well. But, Danny, check this out. First of all, did you know, because you, you talk about, like, uh, you know, video games and stuff like that on, on popping off. Did you know that Fortnite is apparently now being used for money laundering? Uh, I didn't know this until you brought it up to yeah, me. Yeah, so apparently yes. people are like spending, using like stolen credit cards or somehow fake money to buy V-Bucks, which you shared with me was apparently like money that you can use in these video game systems. And then they're taking that and they're selling it on the black market for like real money. So they're using this like, you know, the game currency as like the place, you know, that you do the money laundering. You know, money, most people do money laundering through shell companies and stuff. The, people, the kids out there these days, the millennials out there, are now money laundering through video games and Xboxes and Fortnite credits or cash. How does that sound, Danny? It sounds I mean, crazy to me. It makes sense to me. Really? I was Talk you, to me about this. I need your help. I was telling you, like, even making it simpler than that, like, you can buy Microsoft Points, which are the online currency Wild. just for Xbox, in, like, grocery stores, in convenience stores. You go to 7-Eleven and do it. So if you had counterfeit money or a stolen credit card or a stolen debit card, you can go into 7-Eleven and buy the entire pack of, of all the cards right there. And then it's, it's legal currency. And then that. it's, le- I mean, legal currency. Well, it's only currency for people who like to play Fortnite, Danny. Well, if I have that card, that, yeah. like, let's just keep it with the, the uh, Microsoft points. If I have that Microsoft point card, yeah. I can put that up on eBay. I can right. put it up anywhere and And, and get real it. goods and services for it. Yeah. Maybe like Robert Kraft. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe I can go to a day spa with my Fortnite bucks and be like, hey, can I get a, um, you know, a Swedish, a Swedish deep tissue for an hour? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I got all this Fortnite cash. You know? What do you think? You think that'll work? Because, uh, like, if it's like the orchid, isn't it supposed to be like, you know, Asian? Maybe they, they know about Fortnite, no? I think if you... Or am I being like crazy, sweeping prejudice and generalistic right now? If you can get it to Bitcoin, then I think you Bitcoin, can spend it Bitcoin, that's where it's at. Okay. So that's story one. I thought that was pretty interesting, right? Yeah. Story two, check this out. Mississippi State versus Georgia last week, Danny. College basketball. Okay. okay. By the way, Danny, it is the Mississippi State Bulldogs against the Georgia Bulldogs, okay? They're both Bulldogs. Got it? I got, I'm confused, but I got it. They're both just bull- bulldogs. Okay. It's like, you know, Villanova and Kentucky are both the Wildcats, you know, stuff like that. We, we need it different happens. team mascots. It happens. Well, diversity of mascots, that's another topic yeah, for another so day. Um, so this game was half, it was half a second left, okay? It was half a second left. 
the game was tied 67-67. Okay, there was a dead ball. And one of the fans threw a stuffed animal onto the, onto the court. It was a stuffed bulldog, Danny. <laughs> stuffed bulldog onto the, onto the court. And guess what happens? Guess what happens? Because um, it was at Georgia. Georgia got assessed a technical foul with half a second left to go in a tie game. And then the Mississippi State guy hits the, the technical free throw with like 0.5 seconds left. And Mississippi State wins the game 68-67. Now, remember when I told you that it was the Mississippi State Bulldogs against the Georgia Bulldogs, Danny? Mm-hmm. How the hell do we know who threw that bulldog onto the, onto the court? How can... But it was a Georgia home team. Georgia was a home team, so they were kind of like assessed it because of ruly fan behavior. But what happens if it was a... It could have been a Mississippi State guy who threw a bulldog onto the court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's... That's messed up. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. Imagine if you were betting this game and all of a sudden a stuffed bulldog uh, was what uh, gave you a hashtag torn ticket. You know what I'm saying? That would be pretty effed up. Like a hashtag game of inches, right? Like let's say you were betting on this or let's say you were betting on it and you were the person who threw the uh, stuffed bulldog. Oh. Here's what I want to know, Danny. Did they know in advance that, like, that would cause a technical foul? I think, you know, I think it's a pretty fair bet if you throw something onto the, you know, you know, that's a tried and true kind of rule, Danny. (laughs) Have you ever thrown things onto a court and not had it been a problem? I haven't thrown anything onto it. But I'm just saying, like, it's usually a problem, Danny. I don't I wouldn't. I you think wouldn't it's all good? The team for it? You think, well, of course they do. No, that's what they do. They blame the home team because Damn. they they believe that they expect the home team to be able to like you know control the environment for especially for the visiting team. I mean, this was a stuffed animal for God's sakes. But you know, it could be um, back in my day. Get off my lawn action. Back in my day, people in the right field bleachers in Yankee Stadium used to throw batteries at the right fielder. Like that's not cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I want to ask you, Danny, and then the stats over beat cipher, which is crazier though. That kids are uh, money laundering through Fortnite, or that a stuffed animal projectile cost uh, the Georgia Bulldogs a, a college college basketball game. I mean, just me because the the online currency uh, seems seems like that's just where the future is headed. Where cryptocurrency is going to be the, the the way that money launder and stuff that just seems normal to me. the the bulldog the the bulldog stuffed animal thing seems the most craziest to me. It is, it is, and yo, I like how Strong Style saying win your leagues and win those V bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, I'm telling you, Perrying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You know, probing journalism over here. That is the real question. Georgia going to invade the next game and throw hundreds of bulldogs onto the court. I like that. Better not happen in March Madness, says Jeremy McMahon. But then, yo, Mendel Bruce saying nobody cares about your wagers except other gamblers. I'm not talking about it from the wagering point of view necessarily, Mendel Bruce. I'm saying it's just a crazy story. I just think it's wild that it sort of happened. But I'm glad that you guys are out there. Yeah, V-Bucks for the happy endings is loco. Jeremy, I'm telling you, I'm sure that that could be do that. Yo, I'll Venmo you. Yo, I'll hit you up with this outfit in Fortnite. I'm sure that's out there these days, especially out there in the Far East. You know what I'm saying? The Orchid Day Spot. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? But, but let's get back to Le'Veon Bell. I want you out. You can talk about that. Yes, strong style. V-Bucks at the gentleman's establishment. I like that. I like that. Imagine just Venmoing a dancer. You know, being like, yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. What's your handle, ma? What's your handle, ma? No doubt. I got you. <laughs> I'll just send you. Um, it's so crazy, man. The currency out there these days. You know, I like to be, uh, you know, I like to hold, hold my money, Danny. You know what I'm saying? But these Venmo and V-Bucks, it's all very, very crazy. 2019. But in any event, 
Le'Veon Bell. Okay, Le'Veon Bell is a free agent, though. Okay, so he can go anywhere. If he wanted to, he could really stick to the Steelers. He can go to the Baltimore Ravens if he wanted to. I don't think he's going to. He can go to the New England Patriots if he wanted to. I don't think he's going to. Here's what I think Le'Veon Bell wants. I think Le'Veon Bell, because remember, Antonio Brown can't choose, right? If they want to send him to a team that's like a three-win team, they could do that if they get the best deal. Le'Veon Bell, at going into age 29 or 30, he knows this is his last shot. He's going to want a team that is primed to contend right now. That's category one. Category two. He's going to want a quarterback that is in his prime. He is leaving the Steelers, who are kind of a contending team, but he sees the end of the horizon for Big Ben. So to me, he's going to want a team that is a contender right now and has a quarterback in their prime. Okay? And he's going to want a team that has some cash to spend. I know everyone's talking about the New York Jets. Oh, Lev Bell's going to go to the Jets. I don't think the Jets qualify in that criteria. They are not a win-now team, and that's why as a Jets fan, I don't even want Le'Veon Bell. I want them to build from within, and then when they're ready for a skill position player like a Lev Bell or an Antonio Brown to really put them over the top, that's when they need to do it. I have three teams, however who I think can be that team. And, and you know, we're here, and also people are talking about all oh, the San Francisco 49ers for them, for Lev. I don't think that's the case. I think they like Jarek McKinnon and Matt Breida. I don't think they want to spend their money on more in that running back room. Okay? You're right, Mendo Bruce. There is no income tax in Texas. Jeremy McMahon, H-Town is an interesting option. Perry Ying saying Le'Veon Bell to the Raiders. Do you really think the Raiders are a team that is going to be a contender in the next three years? I don't think so. I don't think he wants to go there. The Raiders may want Lev Bell, but I don't think Lev Bell would want the Raiders and to be part of that traveling circus, which it will be this year. I don't think he wants that. I don't think it's San Francisco. I've heard talk of Green Bay. I don't think it's that. Here are three teams, and I don't want the New York Jets. Here are three teams it could be. Yeah, Perry, I don't know what the Raiders are either. <laughs> you know? Um, one of them... Is to Jeremy McMahon's point, the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans, contending team, check. Quarterback in or entering their prime in Deshaun Watson, check. Wouldn't be the only guy in that offense. Imagine pairing him with your boy, Nuke Hopkins, check. All right? Here's, and Lamar Miller, their current running back, they're not committed to Lamar Miller. As you know, shout out to my man, the fantasy executive. Say it with me now. If you know what I'm about to say in the chat room, if we're talking about Lamar Miller, you know what it is. Lamar Miller sucks. Big shout out, Dilly Dilly, to a fantasy executive. Um, so that's possible. Okay, that's possible. The reason I think that Lev Bell, that's my third choice, though, for Lev Bell, is because of that offensive line. We've talked about that offensive line as it related to keeping Deshaun Watson healthy all season long. The dude had a collapsed lung. They were getting him in trouble, okay? I don't think that offensive line is far worse than what we see in Pittsburgh, and that, I think, will change Lev Bell's equation, all right? That's what I think. Yeah, you know what it is, Strong Style. One time for the man. All right? Lamar Miller sucks. All right? But I think that's an option because, yo, you try to recreate the triplets. Think about Deshaun Watson, Le'Veon Bell, and DeAndre Hopkins. Woo! And what is an imminently winnable um, AFC South. Hello, hello, everybody over there. People waving at me in stats over Beat Cypher, right? That's my number three option. My number two option. Someone said it over here also. Imagine Lev Bell. The Kansas City Chiefs. Contending team, check. Quarterback in or entering his prime, 
Check. They had a vacancy all of a sudden at the running back position after Kareem Hunt, you know, was caught on film last year. And yes, they extended Damian Williams, but he's not a workload back. We saw that over time, right? Can you imagine how scary that offense would be? Lev Bell in Kansas City with Patty, that's my home, Joe, and Tyreek Hill. Imagine the formations. Imagine the Wildcats. Imagine the end of rounds. Imagine the crazy two-way screens they could go. It would be scary. But I don't know if they have the money to make it happen. I don't know if they have the money to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Perry, you know what I'm saying? It would be very, very interesting. I don't know if they have the money to make it happen. So I go to the team where I do think ultimately Le'Veon Bell will sign in this offseason. They have a team that is contending. This is a team that made the playoffs this year. They have a quarterback who is in his prime. Check. They also have an offensive line that was severely overhauled and went from being one of the worst in the league to one of the better ones in the league. Mendo Bruce, I, don't, I disagree with you. I do believe it is the Indianapolis Colts. You say they don't need him. I don't know. Marlon Mack, Naheem Hines, you think any of these guys are, 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 um, are difference makers? Marlon Mack had a nice little run, but if you can get Lev Bell, you do it. Okay, in my opinion. Well, you say they won't pay him. The Indianapolis Colts have $105 million. Mendo Bruce and everybody else, $105 million in cap space. The NFL, unlike other leagues, there is a salary floor. They have to spend. They're going to have to spend. On the, on the defensive side, I think they're going to go out and grab Landon Collins, the safety from the New York Giants, who's packed up his locker and has told equipment managers and stuff, I'm out. I think that's going to be their piece on defense, and I do think that Lev Bell could be there on offense. Remember, imagine T.Y. Hilton, Andrew Luck, and Lev Bell. I think that is ultimately where he may go. Jeremy McMahon says Mac is done. I think that's the case as well. So I think my targets for Lev Bell are the Indianapolis Colts, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Houston Texans, okay? Could Green Bay get involved? Maybe. Could I've heard Philly? Maybe. Both these guys, Antonio Brown and Lev Bell, went to college in the state of Michigan. Lev Bell with Michigan State. Antonio Brown with, I believe, Central Michigan, right? The Lions are a team in flux, maybe looking to get rid of Matt Stafford and his contract. You never know. I like Kerryon Johnson there as well, all right? So those are, those are, those are some teams that I like, all right? Um, Danny... These guys wanted to hear about the cruise. These guys wanted to hear about the cruise. And I got about, um, you know, what do I got, Danny? I got like three or four minutes left. Is that right? Got three minutes. I got three minutes left. I can tell you something. I've heard pros and cons about going on cruises, but I had a great time. I had a great time. I ziplined. I ATV'd. I snorkeled off a catamaran. I went cave tubing, you know, and there was a lot of good stuff on the boat. I paid for the express package, the high-end package, okay? So I had all the good restaurants. I wasn't eating the cafeteria food the entire time. A lot of good stuff on the boat. I want a medal for being the second-best cornhole or bag-o player on the boat. It was everything from belly flop contests to dance contests to scavenger hunts. When I was throwing out, I was getting bras from people and running up on stage. It was good. It was a lot of fun. But, Danny, here's my question for you. Um, I was talking to people, like, in the countries I was in, the islands I was in on, on Honduras and on uh, Belize and in Cozumel in Mexico, and they're trying to sell trinkets, you know, up and down the beach. You know how it is, Danny. Everybody trying to sell you stuff. I brought the pen, McMahon. Hey, Jeremy McMahon, I, 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 I brought the pen. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have to worry about purchasing anything on any of these islands, you know. I was just good. I was good, you know. 
Um, Danny, they tried to sell me all sorts of trinkets, masks, and, and little Day of the Dead skulls and stuff with, you know, American teams. You know, Danny, what do you think was the most popular team in the islands to sell to people? I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of options. Um, the New York Yankees. Um, could it be the New England Patriots or uh, how about them Cowboys? The Pittsburgh Steelers travel well. Maybe the Lakers. Maybe the Golden State Warriors. Who do you think, Danny, was like the biggest team out there? You know it is strong style. I win that cash, baby. I win that cash. That's what I said. I tell y'all every year. Last year after winning my leagues and winning that cash, y'all saw me take a vacation to Asia. I was in Thailand and Cambodia. I sent y'all pictures. This year with that cash, those V-Bucks, you know what I'm saying? I went on a cruise, baby. That's what happens when you're the spitting statistician. You take that cash that's real, and you spend it, and you treat yourself. Um, but what do you think? Strong Style says the Warriors. Jared T says the Cowboys. Mendo Bruce says the Raiders. Um, what do you think, Danny, was the team that they were saying, the Island men were saying they sell the most shirts, the most wooden masks, the most trinkets out there? What do you think, Danny? I mean, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say Patriots. You think it was the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? What? It was the mother effing New England Patriots, Danny. <laughs> oh my God. They wanted to sell they wanted to sell Patriots gear to me left and right. And I told them I'm from New York. And they were like, Oh, so you like the Patriots? They just won. I was like, bro, y'all don't know what you're talking about. You're right, Mendo Bruce. I was excuse me, uh Perry Ng. Space Jam 2 is gonna be interesting. I'm sure they're gonna talk about that on Popping Off with the population. Keep an eye they out are. for that. The hundredth episode of Popping Off coming out soon. And by the way, guys, next week, episode 365, a year. Of the fantasy freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority. Feels good to be back with the stats overbeat cipher. Yatu sabe. See y'all next week. I'm out. Peace. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 fantasy sports radio network.